Hey everybody, thanks so much for tuning in. I just want to pop in here for a second before we get started with the show and just say the Patreon is live. So if you want to go over there and hang out with us on the Patreon, building that community, that's patreon.com backslash uh, conscious environment creation. So patreon.com backslash conscious environment creation. And over there we have promo codes for the bonfire site so you can get a little bit off on your merch, whatever you want to grab over there. But we have behind-the-scenes footage. You guys can vote on different topics. If you want to be the producer level, you can actually just have whatever you want me to make a podcast about within reason, and I will make it. So let's let's hang out together. I can't wait to keep building this community with you. All right, on with the show. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And as promised, this is the conclusion to the interview with Professor Odie. We're going to get even deeper on this episode. So I hope you guys really, really, really enjoy it. I had so much fun recording this with him. And we're definitely going to have him back on the show, but maybe not a two-part episode. <laughs> so I hope you guys uh, so You're talking this. about the people on West Africa. And I remember... Um, because that's yeah. how they define black. No, just just a real quick point. The reason why I made that point is because that's how we in the United States, based upon the United States census, define black. That's the reason why Egyptian people don't uh, associate themselves as black or East Africans don't associate themselves as black, because in the census, technically, they're not black. Right. Yeah, exactly. And um, there, there's a couple of people in the comments mentioned and a few things that I just want to uh, toss out there. Uh, I, I've, I've made a ton of videos on this that people would rather believe that aliens came here and did something than believe that black people did it. Alien, the, 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 the plausibility of aliens coming and visiting one time to build all the pyramids and do all that stuff makes way more sense than black people figured it out. I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a, I'm a up your answer real quick. White people believe that it's more plausible that the aliens would communicate with them over black people. Have you ever noticed that when black people talk about spirit or things that happen in the immaterial, it's very rarely something that is frightening. It is usually something that is more curious. But when white people talk about the immaterial or the spirit, they're usually terrified of it. When they talk about right. alien abductions, they are usually talking about talking about being abducted and examined. But white people usually do the same thing to everybody else, all of the people of the earth. Like, right. let's be very clear here, right? If you if you look if you really read African pantheons and if you really read African like African uh cosmological stories, they yeah. are very much so like meiosis and mitosis. They each begin with two beings that are in a space of immersive water. Those two beings come together to create a third being, which is identified as a child, and then that child represents or it replicates itself to create some type of Ennead or some type of pantheon where these other beings then interact with the human beings that are on the physical plane. That's usually how that happens. Tell me that's not how babies are born. Right. (laughs) Now we come in, now we come in with these evangelists, these Christians are saying, no! That's not how it happened! A sky man, a sky daddy had a baby with it like, bro, okay, if that's what you believe, then that's okay. But why is it that what it is that I believe is so demonic? Why is it that what it is that I believe is of the devil? I will tell you why. Because in the colonies and in Virginia, in order for an Englishman and in order for a white indentured servant to distinguish themselves in Christianity, in the law of the land from the African infidels, 
African people had to be dissuaded away from one, all of their all of their cultural practices had to be demonized. And two, the only way that they could find redemption within society was to become Christian. Right. That is how that is how that happened historically. That's not a story. That's historically. The way in which black people were separated from white people in terms of race and how the idea of black people being demonic came about was because the white slave owners, and at this time it was not just black slaves, it was black slaves and white indentured servants, they were trying to figure out how to resolve the moral conflict of enslaving people without integrating black people into the society. So they made a pact to continue to push the idea that African people were barbaric, and this is written down, eternal enemies of Christian nations. We will label them as infidels. This is written down. This happened in the colonies. And this is the reason why so many people in the diaspora within that space are so hyper-religious. It's not because they wanted to be. It's because and if they didn't, they'd get killed. And yeah, and, and, and I wonder the obsession with making this a Christian nation. You wonder where... Where, where where did that where did that come from? It, oh. it feels it feels strange to me that the colonies appeared here to to literally come here for religious freedom, and then suddenly we became one religion. And have you ever seen a a slave Bible? My brother, have you ever looked at how it is of the parallels between the sharecropping era of Jim Crow and how now white people are finally understanding that they are in contemporary debt servitude? <laughs> so now you understand what it's like to be a slave. Now you now you get it. Now you understand that the United States as a entity began with enslaving people, whether they were white or black, and is going to continue to do that until you understand. And until you admit that racism, slavery, and all those things were a thing, you will continue to bear the sins of your forefathers. Have fun. <laughs> well, one 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 tip that I I, I do want to drop this because I love saying this uh, whenever I get a chance to. I love telling people this fun fact. It is one of my favorite things about West African uh, like history. Uh, the 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 the. The people have kind of been lost to time to who to who exactly it was, but speaking of technology and the abilities for for uh, for Africans to do these great things, did you know that in Greenland and Newfoundland, they they uh, in Canada and Greenland, they found traditional style African canoes, and when I say canoe, I mean a boat that were capable of sea travel. Did you did have you ever heard? I did, have, I, yeah, I did. I did hear about that. And that uh, they they were found, and and these are relics before that. Now this is before Leif Erikson. This is this is this is before that time, and they also found. Um, they also found artifacts that would have been from like Celtic kind of artifacts and things like that, like kind of pre-Celt sort of artifacts. They found those in West Africa. <laughs> they found those. So they found 
native, uh, it, it, um, uh, Canadian they found indigenous. Tr- they, found, they found trinkets of trade. Right. They found, they found right. identifiers they found, of trade. They found trade items mm-hmm. in West Africa, Greenland, and, uh, and indigenous tribes in, in, in Canada, between the three of them. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say a couple of things to that. One, if we are talking about economics, this is the reason why I keep telling black people, just because you exist in a capitalist space does not mean that you have to be capitalist. We have, we have value to provide to the world, right? That, this is evidence of that. If you are trading something, that means that you are trading something of value for something else of value. That means that these people went to these cultural meccas in Africa to learn about whatever it is that Africans were doing, right? So that means that at one point in time in history, we were people who could demand our equivalent value within the world. Yes, we engaged in commerce. We engaged in equivalent commerce. I am not saying that we cannot do the same thing. I am saying that we need to have a revolutionary mindset about doing it because we've already replicated it again. Hip-hop is a less than 50-year entity, but it is a multi-billion dollar global industry that black people literally, to this day, have the creative rights to. Right. And you and, and hip-hop is the creative right that you cannot take away from black people. You can't. You can replicate it, but you can't take it. Imagine if, imagine if every single hip-hop artist, R&B artist, any black person who, who does creative work at this point in time, right now, created a pact where they all created a universal entity that exists within the metaverse that is a cryptocurrency, they all attach their rights and their um they all attach their rights, their publications and their intellectual property to that. And then they charge people to not only one access that metaverse, but also two, every single time you use anything that exists within this metaverse, you have to pay this metaverse. So you literally have to engage with this universe in order to use what it is that we are doing within this culture black people can create and insulate a culture based upon decentralized finance right now and literally tax people for the culture the reason why we don't do that is because we are afraid because every single time we have tried to create a financial entity it has been intercepted by whiteness that does not mean that we should not stop doing it because the reality of the situation is this if we stop doing that see here's the thing the spirit of blackness supports the shell of whiteness Literally, the spirit of blackness supports the shell of whiteness. If we were to remove all of that and just at one time go this way, it doesn't even have to be a physical exodus, just an exo- just an ideological exodus, right? Create a metaverse, find somewhere in Africa to hide that shit, make that place in Africa the most the most secure place for commerce that happens in the metaverse. And then make it like uh, then make it like Switzerland. Have everybody deposit all their cryptocurrencies there. I bet you won't nobody blow up Africa then. <laughs> you don't. We don't. We don't have to be. But but once again, this all boils down to us as black men and us as black people not always thinking that we have to behave like white people in order to get things done. I, we don't I, have to be violent. We don't have to. We don't have to. We don't. We don't have to do that. Right. We do not have to do white is not right. Exactly. White, white doesn't exist, bro. Right, 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 right. Ooh. I heard somebody say the other day. That somebody said who's gonna, somebody said who's going to be in charge. That's the purpose of decentralized finance. Every it's it's mar- so let's be very clear. 
the idea that I'm the, the, the idea that I'm positioning right now for black people in terms of decentralized finance exists on the concept of market of, of market socialism, right? So nobody's in charge. What happens is that everybody makes sure that they take fair price for what it is that is going on. And the way that cryptocurrencies and decentralized finance and the blockchain works is that it keeps that it keeps that record or that log as public record. So no, so you can't take. And if you do take, you get booted out of the community. Like, that's how that works. You are responsible for being in charge of what it is that is yours. And you are, you are also obligated to give back to the community because that's the only way that the community is going to thrive. But the right. reason why it's hard for us to think this way, because we have all been basically inoculated by capitalism. Capitalism is not the only way that econo- the economics work. Right, and it, uh, I was just reading something the other day that it, uh, that every uh, what is it? Every Tevin Hartley, go look up. Hold on, hold on, real quick. Tevin Hartley, go look up how blockchain technology and cryptocurrency works, bro. Go ahead. Right, right, right. Get the, get, get there. <laughs> just, just come, come on, bro. Uh, I was just reading uh, the other day that I, I I think whatever the world currency is, like whatever, like across time the world currency usually only lasts about a hundred years or so, something like that, like 50 to a hundred years. And then we end up switching and changing to like a new like system or something like that. Right. 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 Like a, like something like that. And, um, the, 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 the writer was saying that basically the American dollar is, is overdue to be overrun. Like to be chained for the system to overhaul. We've been doing this form of capitalism for objectively too long throughout history, and and that's the other thing that 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 people don't get to is like this form of capitalism, like what we're doing right now, is not that old. It's it 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 isn't. We haven't been doing this very very long, and we did everything that he's saying right now. We did that. For thousands of years, and look now up African, look up African feudal systems, uh, Af- uh, indigenous African economic feudal systems, and you'll find that information. Exactly, and now we're now we're doing now we're doing this. We've just been doing this, and you're just living in the center of it, and you can't see outside of it because you're completely consumed within it. You can't. A, a, a fish doesn't know it's wet. You don't know that you're drowning in this capitalist society because you're drowning in this capitalist society. You can't see past it because you don't remember what it was that we were doing before that. So everything. Oh, wait, 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 real quick. Book have you seen the movie? Have you seen the movie Soul? Because I want to make this point real quick. Have you seen yes. the movie Soul? Yes, so yes, you remember yes, yes. you remember when she told the story about the fish, and she said one day there was a fish swimming in the ocean, and he came across another fish. And the first fish said to the second fish, hey, I'm looking for the ocean. And the second fish said, you're looking for the ocean, you're in it. And the first fish said, no, bro, this is just water. I'm looking for the ocean. Right. <laughs> we don't... It's your perception. Right. It's your we... perception. And and to those that that feel as though, um, and now now I'll, I'll I'll hurry up here and let you let you go. We're 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 going a little a little long, but everybody in the comments are loving it. So I I'm cool yeah, if you're cool. Yeah, um, we got a little bit of time. But but something I want to I I want people to take with them 
is a, a, a quote that I, I can't even attribute it to somebody. I don't know if I made it up, if I heard it somewhere, if my grandmama Listen. said it. <laughs> hey, that's how I be. Uh, <laughs> we are the ones that we've been waiting for. Mm. I'll say it again. We are the, we ones, are the ones that we have that been, we waiting been waiting for. I needed that. I, I received that. And mm. a lot of people... It feel as though, oh, we can't change this or we can't do this differently. We can't, you know, someone's got to, someone's going to do it. Someone's going to just wait. Superman's coming. You know, someone's going to come and fix this and change it. And then once that person comes, then it'll all be different and it'll be okay. One day we'll all wake up and it'll be okay. Mm-hmm. That day is always today, today. because we are the ones that we're waiting for. We're the adults. We're the ones. I, I, I was, I was, I was, I was talking to a friend of mine the other day about this concept. Like, when did you wake up one day and go, "I'm the responsible adult in the room"? Like, like yeah. it's, it's, I'm really an adult out this bitch. Huh? Like, like, like it's, 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 it's me. I'm the one. That's in charge. I'm the one that's supposed to to make a better world. I'm the one that's supposed to do these things. And feeling that concept and realizing that, I guess it's kind of like my villain origin stories. I've I've, I've been putting it, but the the moment of radicalization is this this profound come to Jesus moment of, oh wait a second, I could just do this shit. Wait, we don't have to do it like this because I have an idea. So we'll just do that. Why can't we just do that? The idea that we want. We can all get together and do it if we want to because it's ours. Remember, money's fake. Money's made up. It's made up. It isn't real. None of it's real. It's not real. Your bank account isn't real. It's a number. It's it's just numbers and a computer. It's not the real. The bulls who talk about reality all the time said the universe literally as we see it does not exist. It's not. Real. I don't know how. I don't know how much further you want to go into the matrix past that. But like we, we <laughs> y'all, if we sit down and really have conversation, conversations, like I'm gonna leave y'all with a whole bunch of stuff. You gonna sit in the shower? Like, is this water even touching my body? Technically, it's not. On a subatomic level, no. You're literally just feeling the electromagnetic current between the molecules on the water coming off and responding to the molecules on your skin. Nothing actually ever touches you. You're just feeling, you're literally, you're literally just feeling the pressure of these molecules not being able to pass through each other. Nothing touches anything. Nope. Nothing, it's, it's. So it's literally nothing, literally nothing is real. It's real, but it's not real. Everything that exists around you is a product of somebody else's imagination. Hmm. Literally, even you, you are the product of your mama and daddy imagination. <laughs> uh, Let's talk about it! <laughs> let's get into it, man. Oh. Let's get into it! Right, so once again, so let's talk, let, I'm going to break it down even further, right? So Break it down. We talk about, so in the Bible, they talk about prophets, right? They talk about this idea of like, we being, we, we, and, and also we, you see, like we, us, I. Right. So the definition of prophet is a person regarded as an inspired teacher or the proclaimer of the will of God. Right now. 
we are all children of God, correct? Correct. We all, in some way, have the knowledge of God, correct? The idea of moralism is right and wrong, things of that nature. The apple representing education, the snake representing kundalini energy. We can go a whole bunch of different ways with this. But altogether, sure. we have the energy, we have the understanding and the energy of God, correct? Correct. So, is a prophet somebody who... How are you different from a prophet other than how much it is that you study the workings of God? So in other words, you being a prophet rests upon your ability to see God in everything, irrespective of how it presents. Mm. Right? So in order to prophesize, right, in order to see, in order to have that clairvoyance, in order to be a soothsayer, somebody who literally says something to soothe, Right. Somebody who brings peace, somebody who understands how it is that to resonate, to bring together, to prophesize. You have to be able right. to see the workings of God. A prophet is nothing more than somebody who has studied in the workings of God. And if you under if you believe that your book is the only book in the library of God. <laughs> my child, my child. <laughs> Is it too much? Y'all, are we doing are we are we are we doing too much? Are y'all okay? Do you need a break? Do we need to talk about something lighter? Like what do you what do you, what what do, you, what do y'all want to talk about? <laughs> do we need to <laughs> They're saying more on my end. Simulation gang on my Not end. simulation gang. Yo Not we're, simulation gang. We are talking Not bigger. keep going. Not they say keep the cipher going. Oh, <laughs> let's we're talking, go. We're talking Y'all really trying to get into the knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. Let's go. I'm we're ready. talking bigger than the idea, the concept of even a simulation, because that still has to be created, and that just infers that there is something tangible that is, there, there is a creation of things. We're talking about the idea that you are just a electromagnetic phenomenon that experiences the disturbances and other parts of the electromagnetic sphere that you're in, all of your senses, everything that you experience with your senses, your eyes don't do anything. You, your brain interprets all of these things. I was just watching part of a documentary yesterday with um, uh, this little, uh, uh, this little girl who hears colors mm-hmm. because the way that her brain works is when her eyes interpret uh, information, mm-hmm. her, her brain gives, sends the same signals mm-hmm. as if she heard something. And I it, experience a, a type of that. It's, it's called a synth, 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 synth something. I, f- I forget what it's called. Hold on. I can never uh, say that word. I, I, um, I think it's synthesis have- or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have like kind of uh, the the same thing with like seeing sound, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like whenever I'm creating or writing, um, I in, in in my head as I as I'm as I'm writing my music, it's mm-hmm. I, I know what color I want to make it. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's it, it feels like like paint blending more when than I, when is. I feel when I feel like I feel when I feel emotions or when I'm describing 
how it is that I feel to people. Sometimes I use colors or like if I'm listening to some music and if I close my eyes, I can like see, I can see the sound if that makes any sense. Yeah. So it's like, I can kind of like see it doing this, but it's doing this in different parts of my conscience. You dig what I'm saying? Now, I, uh, I wanna I wanna do something really cool real quick because we branched out we branched out very far into all of these spaces like simulation game right so this is what I mean when I say I study the quantum mechanics of human behavior and thought because I'm gonna take this string right so imagine I'm taking a string right so everybody focus on my hand right here right and I'm pulling this string and I'm pulling you back to the reality of what does this have to do with mental health because in cognitive behavioral therapy we do something called reframing. And we also do something called restructuring. If you understand that everything is plausible and nothing happens in a vacuum, you can literally argue whatever it is that you want to argue in your mind. And it could technically be true as long as you have enough evidence for it. As long as it exists within, I forget what the number is now, but as long as you have at least one part in 10 billion, Literally, if it if it exists one time in a count of ten billion, it exists. Mm. That is how that is how now the edge of like something that exists, based upon what it is that they found within that quantum reality, if something exists in a count of one of a billion instances, it still existed. It still it you can still say it exists. This is an example of this happening. So. You can restructure and reframe your mind around a multitude of things as long as you have enough evidence to constitute to their reality. That is the reason why when we talk about manifestation and the law of attraction, what attracts to you is based upon what you seek out. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So that internal resonance requires you to, once again, the string understand that what you believe is right or what you believe is wrong if you throw it into enough question you can unlock or you can let go of a lot of that trauma that exists within you by believing that you have done something right you have done something wrong somebody has righted you somebody has wronged you imagine throwing your entire reality into flux and then rebuilding your own reality from that nobody can tell you that it's wrong Literally, nobody can tell you how you see yourself is wrong. Why? Because technically, the way that it is that you see me is limited. Because I change over time. I ch- everything happens in time. Everything. So the you that you knew, I tell people all the time. Like, people say, oh, well, the new, the you that you knew two years ago isn't the same. No, 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 no. At the rate that I evolve as an individual, everybody evolves differently. If you tap, If you talk to me, Six months ago, I am not the same person. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. You dig what I'm saying? Everything mm-hmm. happens in time, so nothing exists in a vacuum. Even ecological theory, Brock and Brenner's ecological theory, it also exists in time. Whenever you add time to anything, you have now invoked quantum mechanics. So once again, you as an individual within your mind exist in a quantum state. Therefore, Whatever exists within that probability amplitude is based upon that quantum state. But as a human being, you have the unique ability to shift your quantum state based upon what materials you place in your environment. Mm. 
I like that. It reminds me of a uh, of a Tom Waits quote to 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 just keep. Let's just keep. This is we're not even we're not even having callbacks. This is just like a a big old spiral. Circle. Like we we we're going we're going back and forth. And thing. do you know do you know nine times out of ten if you look at it if you look at once again you said a big old spiral. I'm glad mm-hmm. you said that. If you look at the way that it is that uh, chakraologists identify how chakra energy moves, what shape is it? Uh, there's circles. Oh, it's a spiral, right? <laughs> we're working, remi- we working with building energy here, brother. Let's go. Reminds me of this uh, Tom Waits quote that I always say uh, to to the musicians that I play with whenever we're we're rehearsing or something like that. You can't play your own song wrong because it's your song. However, you play it is how you it's play it. It's because you played it. When you play it, it's your it's it's the way that you play it. That's why the Shiva Theseus isn't mind blowing. My existence is a pattern, it's not the components. It, it, exactly. The 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 someone someone in my comment section is talking about, about the ship of Theseus. You know, the the idea is if you replace a plank of wood on a ship every single day until you replace every single piece of wood with a new piece of wood, is it the same ship or is it a new ship? So here's the thing. Those type of questions attempt to separate, once again, they attempt to separate two realities. It is this it is the same ship in a new ship. Because do, so if you're replacing one plank at a time, you're doing this through time. Those one planks cannot become that full ship without having the support of the old ship. So once that ship becomes the new ship, it is still in part the old ship. Because that old ship still created that new ship. Uh, wait, wait a second. Did you just answer it? Wait. <laughs> I, I've i had... This is what I went to school for. I've had this... Yeah, I've had, it's, almost I've had, like, it's almost like the question, Um, if, if, a, if a tree falls in the forest and nobody is around to hear it, does it make a sound? Well, that depends. Why do you say depends. it depends? Well, why do you say it depends? I also say it depends, but why do you say it depends? I say it depends because, once again, it's, it's, it's a quantum conundrum, right? I know physically that if a tree falls, there is vibration that is associated with that tree hitting the earth. But if nobody is around to call that a sound, does it exist? The reality of the situation is it still exists, but then the question becomes... Are you humble enough to recognize that you are not the end-all, be-all to something being something? Um, yes. Is of sound, course the tree makes a sound. Is, is, is sound. Does sound have to be interpreted to be sound? Exactly. Or is vibration what sound is? But then that would, that would make... That would make us this big. And I don't like that. That sounds scary. It it does. It sounds scary. And here's (laughs) the thing. Here's the thing. So as an individual, my spiritual understanding is animism. It's very African, right? Mm -hmm. There is a cause and effect for everything and everything vibrates. Quantum physics is literally animism. We we as black people understand fifth dimensional thought innately. That's what hip hop is. Hip hop is literally how it is that we've taken vibrations and we've created income from it. We literally created something out of nothing. 
right? We took pieces of nothing and we created something that literally began lifting people out of poverty. Hip hop began as stolen electricity for a birth, I'm sorry, for a back to school party in the projects. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> right? So once again, once again, we are in this space where we as black people understand quantum mechanics innately and white supremacy has bamboozled, bamboozled us into believing that we do not. So that relates to mental health, especially with us, because we as black people have our own set of psychological tenets, behaviors, rituals to draw from. It is called black psychology. Right. Yeah. Right. So once again, we are in this space where we are asking this question of does something, do I have to qualify something to exist? In African cosmology and epistemology, that's a dumb question. If you notice, all of these questions of existence, all of these either-or questions, come from a bunch of European philosophers. Right. Right? right? So once again, they're operating in this particular mindset where it's like there has to be a separation. That is epistemologically traceable to European people that came around in the Renaissance. That's the reason why we attach that to intelligence so much, because white folks believe that that's the pinnacle of intelligence. Whole time, motherfuckers were just asking questions about the universe that we had already answered. <laughs> My friend, if you see smoke, there's fire. <laughs> Oh, uh, uh, don't get me excited about the Renaissance. Don't get me excited about the Renaissance because we're going to end up talking about classical music because we were talking about music and that I'm going to say something like classical music is not innately more intelligent. It's just it's just white supremacy that told you that a certain kind of music has to be more intelligent than another kind of music because there has to be a separation. And that was I'm going to throw, throw you one. I'm going to throw you one time. I'm going to throw you one better. <laughs> we actually have evidence that hip hop. We actually have evidence that hip hop can actually help you remember mnemonics and things that you have to memorize in terms of rote memory, just as effectively as classical music. So, what are people really saying about hip hop? Well, come on, come on. <laughs> what are we really saying about this whole idea of once again what happened in the 1850s, where white people literally created a lie? It is literally a lie, literally a lie. In order to support white supremacy, the spirit of blackness supports the shell of whiteness. That is the reason why every iteration of whiteness and blackness is a codependent relationship. White people cannot function without black people. They can't. The concept of whiteness in, in blackness was created by a Portuguese man that got paid to write a book. His name is Zurara. Go look it up. He got paid to write a book because they needed something to go. They, they needed virality they needed, of the time. They needed a white supremacist. They needed a white supremacist iterated, literally, in a book. They needed it to be material and readable and referenceable, similar to the Bible, so that they could say that this is fact. Right. This is exactly where it came from. We know this because it's real. Here is we know this real because it's real. And notice how black people are naturally orators. We tell stories based upon what happened. We tell story based upon context. That's the reason why a lot of indigenous things are not written down. Why? Because we would talk about it and people would do it. We didn't have to theorize. We didn't have to mentally masturbate. We just did it. Right. We didn't have to write these things down. And if you want to get back into the...
sound is vibration, what is telling stories if not the transference of vibration? I had somebody say that that in in inception, inception, the idea of inception is is functioning all the time. We are constantly incepting things and we are constantly being telepathic with each other through yeah. sound. Something yeah. that is in my head comes through vibrations through the air, through electronics mm -hmm. into this microphone mm -hmm. that's sitting in front of me out of your yep. cellular device through yep. back through the air into yep. your ears and your brains. Yep. Magnetic, yep. Uh, electromagnetic uh, a discovery understands what I'm saying and then translates it into thought in your head. I'm thinking here using mm -hmm. this to make vibration and you're mm -hmm. thinking it there. And that's the thing. That's the reason why so many people say that one of the theories of how the pyramids were built were based upon uh, telepathy and sound and vibration, because those are the only things at that scale that can move those blocks that hide that quickly. That's one, but also two, that's the reason why I said white people sincerely try to slow the people of the earth down in order to understand them. That is the reason why white people value material over immaterial because they do not understand immaterial the same way that we do. Why the fuck do you need to build an entire particle collider in order to stand, in order to understand that there is a difference between the spirit and the non-spirit? Why are you attempting to create a God particle when you as an individual do, you are literally attempting to understand God within the palm of your hand. You cannot do that. That's the reason why the experiments don't work. That's the reason why you cannot replicate quantum experiments because those flashes in the pan are supposed to be flashes in the pan, dickhead. <laughs> oh, man. Right? You're, you're, you are literally, so this is what's literally happening. You are literally watching. You are externalizing. You are literally externalizing the flash or the epiphany that you get inside of your mind. And that flash that you see in your particle collider is priming you to believe that you found something different. So you built this entire machine that's leagues long to externalize an internal spark. Mm -hmm. And then mm -hmm. you don't recognize that the God particle exists here. Right. It's, 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 it's almost as if because we, they are taking a material thing to, to manifest something that's already been decided within their, their, their sphere, their electronic, their, mm -hmm. within their brain. They've already, they've already decided this thing is going to work or they want it to work. So they, they are literally they, building it into existence. That is the so reason why we that is the reason why we spend so much time and energy in going into the moon instead of diving into the ocean because we believe that God is external and not internal. Exactly. It's 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 almost as if if you believe that something will work and then you then you consume that material you can something that your that your brain was already primed for can can manifest itself but you were already ready for that it, so is that not is that not alchemy brother it's like, is that not is that not taking <laughs> is that not the purpose of the philosopher's stone to take one energetic thing and turn it into another they said gold right gold right. was just the thing that was the most valued at the time the purpose of alchemy is to change one energetic thing into another energetic thing 
alchemy is chemistry. Right. Right. And it is literally <laughs> changing one energetic structure to the other. What you just described is spiritual alchemy, brother. That's all that it is. Exactly. And they okay. are trying to make spiritual alchemy a physical reality. And that is quite literally lacking the purpose of spiritual alchemy. You you create you create what needs to exist in order for you to understand what you need to understand. That is literally God presenting itself to you in the way that it needs to present itself to you in order to understand it. That is the reason why right now the president of Egypt consequently that nothing is consequence but still the president of Egypt is literally saying and I find this to be wildly amazing. The president the president of Egypt, a brown man is literally saying to a bunch of white people that we are hurtling towards climate disaster with our foot on the accelerator. All we got to do is take it off. That's it. That's it. All we got to do is take it off. We have the technology. We have the time. We have the resources. So why are we not doing it? Because we are still in the interest of what it is that we believe to be what is ordained by God. And that is to build this Tower of Babel, literally these space stations and all of these things where multiple people have to come together and create. When have you ever seen a ladder to heaven that actually reached heaven? But when have you ever but when have you ever seen a man so enlightened that you believe that he understands the will of God? Right. Mm. Mm. So what is a prophet? A prophet is somebody who is studied. <clears throat> In the mechanizations of God, they are a student of God. I feel as though we're almost wrapping, wrapping all the way back around to one of the first topics that we brought up is the placebo effect. Yes. So do you believe that these things are real or do you believe that this is just a bunch of nonsense? Because that colors your experience of this conversation. And then it will then color how it is that you move forward with this conversation. So all I'm saying is, as you talk about inception, brother, I'm just planting the seed. <laughs> and that's where it comes into mental health. Because mental health at its base is just thinking about things differently. It's giving yourself the grace and opportunity to say it is okay for what it is and how it is that you lived previously to transcend into how it is that you need to live now. It is okay to get rid of your old self to make room for your new self because that is how nature works. I am almost certain that a butterfly is terrified of becoming the goo. I'm sorry. I am almost certified. I am almost, I am almost certain that a caterpillar is terrified of becoming the goo that's necessary in order for it to be a butterfly. We just don't know its thought process when it's becoming that goo. I, I, I need my folks, I need my white anti-racist folks to hear what he just said. Change is, is terrifying, but it's something that we need to do. He also said just, just a minute ago that the person he, that if you were to talk to him six months ago, that might not be the same person that he is today. What we're doing isn't it doesn't have to be this long-lasting thing, this years of struggle. And, and I saw someone in the comments say, I'm, I'm just a student among teachers. No, you're educating yourself to go out and do something with it right now. 
when someone asks you if you can call them in and you said, I don't know what that means. Yes, you do. You just experienced it. Somebody is- said they are a student among teachers. I want to I want to I want to piggyback on that mm-hmm. just real quick. The best teachers are eternal students. And I want you to remember that. Mm, exactly. Oh, always, always learning, trying to continue to change, to be better. That is the point of the work that we do. And what you just re- what you just watched for almost two hours was an exercise, a, a, a not not role play, but a a live demonstration of changing changing the way that you can think about things mm-hmm. changing that and that is what it has to do with mental health because that we we had a long huge big bright colorful explanation of a process that with a question just a few questions happens in your mind mm-hmm. in an instant we just we just stretched it out to illustrate it for you that was that was that was that was the point of tonight um quantum psychology we take something that happens in like yeah we take something that happens in like 30 seconds and we stretch it into like two hours yeah (laughs) all right brother i i i i I love you dearly i have to get uh i i have to get running here but do me a favor for the for the for the sake of the podcast for some new people i know jumped in um what's your name what do you do? Where can we find you? Plug all the things real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So once again, one time for the one time. My name is Odi Lakachi. Really, I'm Hezekiah Onkwe. I am a therapist. I am a life coach who specializes, as you all can see, in the quantum mechanics of human behavior. And I assist people in aligning themselves with the selves that they would like to be, utilizing evidence-based practice. That's one. Two, where you can find me most actively is on my Instagram. That is where all of my ebook offerings that is where all of my electronic offerings are um where it is that i would like for you all to begin going if you enjoy having conversations like this and you enjoy moving in these directions i have two book clubs and you can find both of the, the link to both of those those book clubs they're subscriptions but they're not high subscriptions one is like a little under seven dollars and the other one is a little under six so each month we read a different book and we have discussions like this um that span you know days so i have them on the share space app So it is a social media app that is designed to be like a closed group and you can just come into the group, you know, you can be anonymous and we discuss the book. So like I said before, you can find that on my Instagram. Uh, If you go to my bio in my TikTok, you can see the Instagram badge, tap that Instagram badge. My Instagram is connected. Once you get to my Instagram, you can go into my link tree. And then once you hit my link tree, you'll see either join the love book club, which is where we talk about stuff like this, as you can clearly see. And then, um, we also have the Wealth Book Club is where we take these same concepts and we apply them directly to money because they intersect a lot, right? Um, also, find me on YouTube and, yeah, TikTok. <laughs> awesome. All right, man. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for uh, the space, brother. I, I'm going to, in the show notes, I'll drop all the links and everything so you guys won't have to look hard if you're listening on the, if you didn't catch the video, if you're on Spotify or Apple Music or whatever, you're catching it there. Uh, I like, I'm I'm going to jump into that book club and a couple of people said last week that they were interested in, in, in doing a different one. So I'll join yours. You join mine. We'll, we'll, oh, we, we'll we all, we all, bro. Because we all, we talk about the alchemist. We all. Uh, uh, oh, we need to talk about the alchemist. On on my side, people are asking, is the professor going to come back? You, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll schedule it up. We'll figure it out. 
We'll get we'll get you back. We'll get you back in here. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, thank you so much, man. Thanks for coming on and hanging out with me. Love you so much. I, I will talk to you guys soon. You have a nice life. Stay safe. Thank you guys again so much for tuning in to the conclusion of the Professor Odie episode. Um, he is a wealth of knowledge and we could have definitely kept going, but I hope you enjoyed that as much as I enjoyed recording it for you. So a little bit of housekeeping here. If you do want to support the show monetarily, there are Venmo links and Cash App links right down below and you can do that. Please stay tuned because the uh, Patreon is definitely coming we are going to start the book club there's just a few things that i gotta iron out before we do that but until next week please go drink water i love you go drink water do it right now bye